Lisa Ann Fontana, aka Citizen Cupcakes, is the author of Me the People. Every week she invites new and non-voters to a judgment-free virtual welcome party to converse in civic engagement, supporting individuals to get comfy in their country and confident in their vote. Today she speaks with KCSB News about her work and delving into a very relevant topic of how we can still get along while agreeing to disagree politically. Hi Lisa Ann. Something that you've mentioned is that you don't have to engage in anger to engage in democracy. In a time when there's a lot of heat in politics, how can people still respect one another on a human level while differing in political beliefs? Yeah, that's it's not a tough one, but I feel like it's been so ignored for the last so many years. And it's been years, but uh, our systems of communication and of government and of institutions, they, they've been broken for so long. That's why it wasn't so hard for them to fall apart when they got tested over the last four years. So bear in mind, you guys, that we are social animals and our survival depends on us living together and working together. Uh, I assume everybody out there knows who Simon Sinek is. He's this wonderful guru, did a terrific TED Talk. Google him and watch him if you like. Um, he calls he calls this the, our circle of safety. So your circle of safety becomes your tribe and that's where we feel that we belong. You feel safe among your own, and that natural reaction of feeling safe is trust and cooperation. That's our human condition. So we literally need to feel safe, and we literally need to trust each other and cooperate. So stepping out of that reality and into those uncharted territories to engage into democracy, it's challenging, it's scary, and that's why it requires training. So real quick, let me talk about two words that are used as if they are the same thing, but they are in fact entirely different, and that is moral and political. Now, moral means concerned with the principles of right and wrong behavior and the goodness or the badness of your human character. But political, that relates to the public affairs of a country. That's the, the art and science of the way we are together. So when you differ politically, it doesn't mean you differ morally. So you want to, when you're painting someone with a big brush of that intolerance for who you think they are morally, because of their political views, well, now you're going to run out of friends and family and coworkers really fast. And then over time, we're going to make fewer and fewer friends. And we, we don't keep deep relationships over time. And going back to that circle of safety, now you don't, you don't have one. So pretending that moral and political are the same thing or that we should judge people harshly by their politics, it's not only wrong, it's actually not in our best interest for our survival. I think we've all seen that. So when you come into that idea of being able to have these conversations respectfully, think about debating your favorite superhero or your favorite actor when you're out hanging out with your friends. When you find out somebody likes one actor over another, you don't decide they're a terrible person. You just vigorously disagree and then pass chips or drinks. But debating and disagreeing, it rarely means hating or being hated because of it. So we have to change our approach. And that's just a good first step. So implementing a few ways to communicate with people so we can have civil discourse is easier than you think. The truth is, and this is really hard, the first thing you have to do when you're engaging with someone who has ideas on which you do not agree, you have to ask them a question to learn more about why they feel or think that way. And you'll notice the second you try it, Wow, why did this lady tell me to do this? It's very uncomfortable. It's very upsetting. All of my anger is rising because it's a skill we have to learn. 
we look for that tribe to feel safe. We look where we have like-minded people because it's a better place to be because we have to work very hard. But we can't be a dynamic country and a dynamic people if we don't venture out. And part of that venturing is bringing new people into your world and being willing to have a conversation with a person who doesn't agree. Within my book itself, I have uh, quite a bit more information on how to engage in that conversation, but that's the first step you can do. And then there's a few other things like putting down your phone, all electronics go away, making sure you have enough time to have a conversation with someone, never start an important conversation on a topic like, let's let's pick a hot topic, abortion. <laughs> that's a mm-hmm big topic. Please don't be on your way to go study or take a test or meet your friends and say, oh yeah, abortion, bad. It's just, it's, you, you've sort of dropped a bomb, it's ticking, and then you're walking away and you're creating um, a situation you don't need to be in. Whereas if you had the time and the openness and you could set those conversational ground rules, you actually could have this unbelievable opportunity to hear someone's differing opinion and be open to that. But like I said, it's a skill we have to learn. And we have a whole segment where we talk about it. And every Saturday night, we do a full party where everyone's welcome to type in their notes and just express their frustration or what they're having trouble with in regards to learning that as a skill. Um, The last thing I would tell you is don't real-time fact-check somebody. Even if you know they're wrong, when you reach for that electronic referee with your cell phone, you don't know you're doing it because you're desperate to prove your point, and so are they. So then you're, you're talking over each other. And when you start reaching for an electronic referee, you're now letting Google decide not just what is right, but what is right for your conversation. We also help people who really don't want to have conversations. If you're finding yourself upset or persecuted, there are conversational bullies in our families and in our friend groups. We give you ideas, too, on how to stop people from getting into your space and making you feel uncomfortable. So the more we can manage it, the more we're going to move that needle forward and have this really great country where you could be dynamic and I can be dynamic. And once we fully understand how to talk to each other, things will change. And I would say, listening to how they do it on debate stages, please know, I'm sorry that politicians don't understand Civil discourse is how we talk to each other as people, and that is not what we see on debate stages. So just know, if you come to my seminar, we will show you actual communication skills that make you, uh, what's that thing, smile. (laughs) Something that I'm curious about, and you've talked about in your videos, is the rainbow ideology and how to remain in your own political boundary without ruining relationships, which is a huge problem I've experienced within my own life and know far too many people who are experiencing the same. So what exactly is this and how does it help us to understand the dynamic nature of one another? All of our experiences and our thoughts and those people who come in and out of our lives That helps shape and create who we are and understanding not just how, not just who you are, but opening yourself up to being a curious mind to understand how and why someone else got to where they got. That starts creating that infinity symbol of communication where I'm listening to you and talking and you're listening to me and talking and you start getting, you start getting that feel. And so when I talk about the rainbow ideology, that's what I'm talking about. And you want to avoid running into people's boundaries. And a wonderful way of doing that 
uh, there's this this theory called the Morals Foundation Theory. Uh, it was created by a group of social and cultural psychologists to understand why morality varies so much across cultures, but still shows so many similarities and recurring themes. And they walk you through how to begin a conversation with somebody that you don't be, you don't believe that you don't um, see eye to eye with, while maintaining your own boundary. And so. When you want to talk to somebody who disagrees with you ideologically, the important thing you can do is start on their level. Acknowledge something about them that you know to be true. Like if you are, uh, let's say you're a Democrat and you don't like the Republicans, and, and that's everybody. It's, it's, I'm a D and I'm all blue and I hate all R's because you're all red. If you wanted to get through to somebody to make them feel safe enough to open into conversation rather in, than to, to butting heads where everyone's protecting their boundaries, you might say, you know what, I always admired Senator John McCain because he stood up for war heroes. Uh, it, it bothered me when he voted against X policy. You've now told somebody something about what they believe in that you agree with, that you see, that you value. And then you've told them something that you don't like about it. Now you've opened a door where, where your boundaries are a little less um, rigid. And that's a first step. And they teach you quite a bit more. But what I've loved about that is for people who are just beginning, we actually talk in our group when I bring people on to have these conversations. We bring two people up on the stage or to, to come into the circle and we have them have a very serious conversation. And I'm serious, you guys, and I mean this with all sincerity. We have serious, rigorous debate about unicorns. And you'd think it doesn't have any effect on your boundaries, but then you all of a sudden find out who is a Lord of the Rings person, who is a Harry Potter's person, who is somebody who knows the Grimm's fairy tales. You start to learn who was taught in what way and who doesn't care at all, who didn't grow up on different fairy tales because people get more specific than you'd think about whether or not they can fly, whether or not the horn is magical, whether or not they have a purple glitter, whether it, it is insane what you'll see. And people say, well, hey, hang on, I don't agree. And so when you can all agree at the onset about something about unicorns, which is usually that they have a horn or that uh, we adore them or that they look like horses, if you start with something you can agree with, then list something you disagree with, you really are creating that opportunity. So that's, that's what I would tell people is if you can start being fascinated by your fellow man rather than feeling persecuted by your fellow man, and just try it once for one day, you'll learn so much about yourself, your place inside of your, your community, and also how you actually can move the needle. You want someone to come around to your thinking and see why you, why what you're doing is right. You're going to have to learn how to talk to them and come at them in, in the way they need to be approached. And you'll see when someone does it to you, how relaxed you feel. So again, it's a mm -hmm. skill and it's, it's, it feels a little bit mechanical, but that's why we encourage everyone to eat cupcakes and bring suckers and <laughs> eat popcorn. <laughs> Because if we're going to make it hard, we might as well make it tasty. Bring some treats. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so, so much, Lisa Ann, for coming on air today and empowering us to feel comfortable in our country. Thank you for having me. And again, until the election, and we'll change it after that, every Saturday night at uh, it's 7 p.m. Eastern. And so what is that, 4 p.m.? on yes. the west 
Coast. Four, so 4 p.m. on the West Coast for all of you. Please join us. We have a party on Facebook Live, but all you have to do is go to the website, methepeoplevote.com. All of the social media is there. If you click on Facebook, you will see the invitation. You can see it live. You don't have to sign up. We would love to have you. And then spend a little time on that site because we also have 60 Second Civics. It's a YouTube set of programs, set of videos that will show you everything you need to know to pass the citizenship test. We're not going to test you. We just want you to feel really comfortable in your country. And then we're also, we have a set of videos you can watch that show you basics, what mail-in voting is, what it might feel like, what are the pitfalls of walking into your polling place, all the little things right now that are on your mind if you're getting ready to vote, we cover most of them. And anything we're not covering you want help with, you can reach us on the website, send us an email, do our absolute best to get you the answer or to get you to the people who know them.